Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy, the podcast that empowers you to transform life's challenges into opportunities for personal growth and healthier relationships. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. As experienced therapists with backgrounds in addressing trauma and mental health disorders, we believe there is hope and there certainly is healing. We've spent our lives supporting people through the ups and downs, and we want to share these insights with you. Together, we'll unravel the layers of personal growth healing from trauma, and building healthy relationships. Each week, we'll bring you engaging conversations, expert insights, and practical strategies to help you heal from the past, foster healthy communication, and develop enduring love. This podcast is your guide to transforming adversity into triumph, healing wounds and past trauma, gaining wisdom and insight, and creating meaningful, fulfilling connections. So if you're here to heal, to better understand yourself or your relationships, you're in the right place. So sit back, get comfortable, bring your trauma and your drama, and let's start healing. Welcome Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy podcast. We're so glad that you're here with us today. In the last episode, we started a series on love languages. So the last episode was all about just an overview of what the five love languages are by Dr. Gary Chapman. And then in today's episode and the next several episodes, we're going to break down each one of those love languages and how to love the other person better using their love languages, as well as what to avoid if they have a specific love language. Because as much as we want to make sure that we are investing and putting in people's love bank, We also want to make sure that we're avoiding withdrawals from their love bank. And right now on our Facebook group, we have a post up asking what your love language is. So we would love if you would take the love language test that we have linked below and then hop on over to our Facebook group and just drop it in that thread because we'd love to know what love language you are, what love language your kids are or your spouses. All right, let's jump into today's episode. All right, Ruth, I just have to start this off by saying What an expertly done intro. I really appreciated you taking the time to do that intro so that I didn't have to do that intro. What a wonderful expression of your love for me and act of service that you did to do that intro. Wow, Tim. (laughs) What a great example of words of affirmation. So what I just did there is an example of words of affirmation. And that's the topic that we're going to be discussing today. Now, a general idea of words of affirmation is just verbally expressing your appreciation, your admiration towards somebody else about something that they've done or their character. So really the essence of words of affirmation, at its core, they are verbal expressions that communicate love, appreciation, positive validation to someone else. It's not just about saying, I love you, but also includes different compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, as well as written communication, whether it is pen to paper or text message or an email, but you're really expressing and validating someone else using your words. So one of the reasons why words of affirmations matters to people who this is their love language is that it plays a very important role in helping them to feel validated and valued by their partner. When their partner really takes notice of the actions that they have taken or the character that they are expressing, then it helps the person who receives that love to really know that their actions had impact. Or it helps them to feel validated in their relationship that, oh, my partner sees I am a 
man of character. She sees that I protect her or that I am a safe person. And words of affirmation are very motivational for that person. Now, I think one of the important things to note here, too, is that every love language also has its inverse. It has something that can damage them more. And so if you or your partner is words of affirmation, the thing that can hurt them the most is being critical or criticizing what they're doing or their actions. And it's because their heart has this need for these affirmations, these compliments, those kinds of things. But then when you criticize, that's essentially the exact opposite. You're telling them, well, your character's not good or your actions weren't valuable to me. And that really strikes at the core of somebody who is words of affirmation. So especially when you're talking with your spouse, you want to be very careful. In general, you don't want to be doing a ton of criticizing of your partner, but especially for a spouse who is words of affirmation, that really strikes at the core of who they are. And a lot of times what you'll get is probably a much more emotional reaction or response from somebody who is words of affirmation if they're being criticized or critiqued. Now, not only are people who are words of affirmation more susceptible to criticism, but they're also more likely to get wounded or damaged from criticism. And so a lot of times I'll see this in session where somebody will say something like, oh, my wife said this to me and I'm never going to forget that. Or my mom said this to me and I'll never forgive her for that. Or my kid said this to me and that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. If you've experienced something like that where you're like, man, I've really been wounded from some critical words, Ruth and I have Coaching with Truth where we can sit down with you and we can work on those wounds and we can work at really helping you to heal and let go of that past damage. If you're interested in working on something like that and getting past those past experiences, we offer a 15-minute phone consultation if you'd like to see if we're a good fit for you. Or if you've been listening to us long enough and you feel confident that we're the right fit for you, We'll have a link down below where you can either schedule that 15-minute phone consultation or you can just set up your first appointment with us. And so if you don't want to live with those hurts or those wounds any longer or not be able to let go of those, feel free to go into the description below and then click that link. So some different forms of words of affirmation and some examples are compliments. And this could be about physical appearance, talent, skills, character qualities, ethical qualities that you see in them. So you're really just complimenting them and the different traits that you value in them. Another form of affirmation is appreciation. That is expressing gratitude for actions, whether they're big or small, and the effort they took to put into those actions. Another form of words of affirmation is encouragement. So providing verbal support, motivation, especially during hard times. And we talked about this in the last episode where really understanding another person's love language can help, especially during hard times, because then you know how to best support them. Do you sit next to them and just put an arm around them? Or for people who have words of affirmation, it's incredibly encouraging for them to receive those words of affirmation and validation during those hard times. Which kind of goes into the next form, which is empathy and understanding that as we verbalize understanding and empathy, it can be a form of this emotional support that they really value. And so being able to use your words to express, hey, I can see that you're going through a hard time, or I admire your resilience in facing all the pressures that you're undergoing, and really empathizing and understanding what they're going through during these hard times. And another form is acknowledgement. And 
This is very similar to that empathy and understanding, but it's just really acknowledging a person's feelings and their experiences. And I can see this being done in a conflict where you say, hey, I can see that what I did hurt you and I'm sorry for that. Or I'm sorry that I said these harsh words to you. Where you're really validating and affirming what they experienced and what they're feeling. So what we're going to talk about next is how to effectively communicate your words of affirmation to somebody who is words of affirmation. So the first thing you want to make sure you want to do is make sure that the words that you're telling them are sincere and heartfelt. Especially for somebody who is words of affirmation, they are going to have a nose for if you're being genuine or honest to them. And if you're not being very honest, they're going to pick up on that. And then it's really going to kind of give them the opposite effect. Instead of them feeling affirmed, they're going to feel like, okay, they don't really think that. They're just saying that. And it's going to make them struggle to trust a genuine compliment in the future. I remember, I think early on in our relationship, Ruth, I think I told you one time, like, my favorite way to get a compliment is to hear from somebody else that another person was talking good about me. And the reason why I like that was because if I heard from a third party that another party was talking good about me, then I knew that that other person really genuinely felt and believed what they were saying because they weren't saying it directly to me and they had no idea it was going to come directly to me. And so that way, like I would know like, okay, this is what this person genuinely feels about me. Because a part of it, I think for me as a words of affirmation person, finding out that somebody gave me a compliment, but then it wasn't genuine, but I thought it was genuine, would be devastating and uncomfortable. Another thing that you want to make sure that you do as you're communicating these words of affirmation is specificity. That general compliments are good, they're fine, but specific statements can be a lot more impactful because they really show that you are paying attention and you're being thoughtful with your words. And Tib kind of mentioned it, but his secondary love language, and I would even say like he's kind of bilingual or tied for this, but is words of affirmation. For him, his two that are really high is acts of service and words of affirmation. And I can see the importance of specificity in him on certain compliments that I've given him, where I've said, hey, you're such a good dad. And he'll come back with, oh, what makes you say that? And then I'll give specific examples of what I saw that caused me to believe that. And so don't get me wrong. I want to hear from her that she thinks I'm a good dad. But I want to know more specifically why she thinks I'm a good dad so that I can do those things more because then I can generate more words of affirmation if I follow through with what she noticed that I was doing was good. Another important thing to do is to make sure that you are consistent as you communicate words of affirmation to your spouse or to your friends because regularly expressing these words of affirmation can strengthen that bond relationship. And I know we talked briefly about it earlier on what to avoid, so avoid criticism, but you also want to avoid assuming that they know they're appreciated. You want to avoid assuming, well, I already told her I loved her on our wedding day, or I just told her last week that I was thankful for her. So avoid assuming that if I said it once, she should already know. And I think a part of what's going on here is seeking to identify where are we at in our relationship. If somebody's giving you a genuine word of affirmation, then that's confirmation that, okay, we're in a good spot. But if they're not giving you words of affirmation, then it can cause the person to be like, ooh, are we actually doing well? Are they withholding? Are they secretly upset with me? And so it causes them to possibly get a little bit insecure about where the relationship's at. 
So another way to communicate with people who are words of affirmation is listening and responding. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you listen actively to your partner. And then after they're done speaking, then you want to show them how you value their thoughts and feelings. And so a part of it, especially when this comes to conflict, this can be hard to do where one partner is trying to express what they're thinking about the situation or how the situation made them feel. If you immediately jump in after they're done talking and give your counter argument or your counter response to them, it's going to generally make the person whose words of affirmation more upset or more irritated because then it feels like, okay, they really didn't hear me or they really aren't valuing my feelings that I just expressed right now. And so it actually can hurt them when that happens. So taking a little bit of extra time to just validate their thoughts and feelings like, hey, I can totally see why I think or feel that way. That makes sense to me. And then moving on to then addressing your own thoughts or inputting additional information into that discussion. So I just want to real quick recap that portion because that's really important on how to effectively communicate. So you want to make sure you communicate with sincerity, with specificity, consistently, and that you're actively listening and responding to your partner in ways that show that you value their thoughts and feelings. So I'm just going to go through some examples of ways that someone with words of affirmation that you could really begin to fill their love bank. So you can thank them for everyday things. You can say, I love you. You can applaud the effort. So even though something didn't happen the way maybe they wanted it to happen or you wanted it to happen, being able to just say thank you for the effort that they put into it. You can thank them for working hard. You can leave secret love notes around or maybe post-it notes on the mirror. You can compliment their outfit, the way they look. You can use your words to encourage them to try something again. Send encouraging texts. You can surprise them with random compliments throughout the day. You can praise them for those efforts and the things that they're doing and just acknowledging all that they're putting into your life and your family and your household. Verbalize things that you appreciate. Give them a card for no reason. And I think I've seen that a lot for people who are words of affirmation. You know, there's cards where people just kind of sign their name by the words that are already written. But for people with words of affirmation, either find the card that says exactly what you mean or write your own thoughts and make it a personalized note in there. You can compliment them in group settings or on social media, in front of people. You can say, I'm proud of you for whatever it is. Compliment them on their cooking. And I know I said this earlier, but just tell them you love them frequently. And then we kind of talked a little bit about this, but the things to avoid is to assume that they know that they're appreciated, to avoid harsh words, to avoid cold-hearted and forced compliments, and to avoid going long periods without telling them that you love them, and to avoid withholding compliments when you're angry at them. All right, so I know there is so much more to go into with each of these love languages, and we just want to give you a basic overview on things to make sure that you're doing with the people that you love, whose primary language is words of affirmation, and also things to avoid. But if your primary language is words of affirmation or your friends or family or spouse have words of affirmation as theirs, we'd love to hear from you in the Facebook group. And we're just going to have a thread, but go ahead and post in there. What are some specific things that you say to them or what are some things that 
seem to fill up their love bank or your love bank that really speak those words of affirmation. All right, you guys have a great day. And remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and found it helpful. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend? Also, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It lights us up to know that this podcast is helping you. If you have any questions or a topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group. Just click the link in the description below. Although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. If you are struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or feeling hopeless or suicidal, you are not alone. Help is available. Please seek professional help or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Thank you again for joining us on Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Remember, there's always hope and there's always help.